vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. You know who it is, this is the Mic Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Delvin Cox, and with me as always is my brother, I am Vision. Say what's up, brother. What's up, y'all? How you doing, man? Good. This week's episode is going to be about the election and everything that's transpired after it. So, we had our election this past week, and for those who don't know, but everybody should know by now, Donald Trump is our new president-elect. Just want to get your thoughts on it so far, Vision. I expected this. Apparently, you're the only person who expected this because everybody act like they're so shocked that this happened, which makes it even more interesting. Uh, I know a few people who expected this, but um, without going too much on to it, you got to look at everything from a, a business, I guess, model. Because at the end of the day, the man's a businessman. So, you know, what do you think? I mean, that's my take on it. What do you think? I think that due to what's happening right now, whether you like him or dislike him, I think you have to respect the fact that he's the president. And you have to give him a chance. Let him fuck up on his own. If he fucks up, he fucks up. If he does better, he does better. Right now, everything that's going on right now is not good. Whether you like it or not, you have protests going on everywhere. You got people doing very blatant racist acts where people are out in the streets and boldly just calling black people niggers, spray painting on their cars. There's a whole lot of random acts of violence happening towards African American and Muslims, and it's sad. The whole country, I have not seen the country this divided in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And my thoughts about it is, whether you voted, first of all, anybody who didn't vote at all, just shut the fuck up about it. Don't sit here and go out there protesting that Donald Trump won because he won fair and square for first, first and foremost. It's not like it was rigged or anything like that. If you look at the, the charts and everything, it's one of the lowest black and Latino vote out, turnout, voter turnouts that we had in recent years. So apparently, people had the assumption that he was going to lose. So they just, just didn't vote. And that's on them. That's not on Donald Trump. True. Now, like, now if, like I said before, if you didn't want him in office, you probably should have voted. Because now there's nothing you can do about it. And yes, true or so, Hillary Clinton did win 
the popular vote. But that doesn't mean nothing. Our country is based on the electoral colleges. Yep. And if you don't win those, there's nothing you can do about it. So what are your thoughts on so far on the things that's transpired so far? Because there's been a lot of acts of violence on both sides, a lot of hating, to say, for lack of better words, a lot of hating going on for Donald Trump, for Hillary Clinton supporters, a lot of bragging, a lot of people doing blatant racist acts. Like, I've heard story, all type of stories this week from people telling Muslims, oh, don't worry, in a couple months, you're going back home. Oh, oh telling people that, to people getting their cars spray painted, that Trump wins, get out of here, nigger. It's not G-A, it's E-R, nigger. We're dealing with some rough Turns. times right now. Turns yeah. election year. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is, Honestly speaking, if Hillary Clinton won, it wouldn't be that much of a difference. I don't think we'd have these blatant rants of racism, but I, people would be doing the same thing because both sides were so passionate about the issue that they didn't want this person being the president or they didn't want that person being the president. It's now come to a point where the country is completely divided, and it's sad to see. It's, it's hard to really digest a lot of what's going on but I mean it's happening so well as a person who served this country in the military what are your thoughts so far disappointing because you know (laughs) for one happy veterans day veterans day just passed so shots to you on that (laughs) thank you no problem brother you know um, a lot of people like to throw in Oh, what the military wants, what the military, what soldiers think about Hillary Clinton, what soldiers think about Donald Trump. We we have our thoughts, but we're not inside the thing. You know, when you your job is just whoever's in charge, you do as they say. You know, so I don't really, I don't know yet, man. I got ideas and I got opinions about everything, but I knew he was going to be president. So that was enough. Now the rest is just seeing how everything goes until, you know, positions are switched, you know, inauguration and everything. Like it's, everybody can form their opinions and do the dumb shit they're doing right now. But I mean, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. So I'm waiting for the first quarter, so to speak, because right now this is just preseason. So he's going preseason. I'm waiting to see what happens in the first quarter. Yeah. Once and then, go from there. that Comey FBI thing happened, I was like, she's not going to win. What the whole thing with that FBI letter, and he was saying all the things he was saying, I knew she wasn't going to win right then. Because since the start of it, it's been a systematic takedown of Hillary Clinton. And on the other on the other side of things, the media has been a hundred percent against Trump Trump. But if you look on the internet, every day every day you have a different WikiLeak coming out, say another thing about bad thing about the Democratic Party. So it's it's very interesting how things turned out. 
You ever read that book by um, by Robert Greene? I think it's Robert Greene, 48 Laws of Power. No, I haven't read that, actually. I haven't, too. That's the crazy thing about it. I just haven't read it yet. In the top ten list, Trump executed everything perfectly, and the biggest one is controversy. His name is shrouded with controversy. And controversy makes you bigger than you already are. It makes you bigger than people expect you to be because as long as people are talking about you, they're talking about you. So if you look at, if you if you read just the first you see that that man followed all 12 laws to get where he is. A man is not dumb, man. So, yeah, I think people are, people are acting off emotion, of course, and things of that sort, and I hope it calms down before it gets bad, but, because it's not bad yet. <laughs> like, they're talking this race war stuff, and people need to be careful what they listen to from the media. You broke up a minute, Al. Go back to what you were saying, cause I don't, we can't hear you right now. Hello, you there? Um, yeah. I can hear you now. Hello. Okay, you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Go back to what I you were saying about. Oh, there you go. influence a lot of how um, a lot of what people feel about certain subjects and things of that matter that's happening today like you should feel some kind of way this is all jacked up I'm not saying that nobody should so don't get that twisted however the media is playing a big part in how people are receiving the messages because CNN is playing one thing that the local news isn't playing and then in the local news, this station is playing things. This station isn't like I've, I've watched that, so I kind of took a break from looking at all of that because. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you clear. Keep on, keep on. I got you. Okay, okay. Um, that's a scary thing, man. Like it's, it's scary. Let's just call um, it what it is. Really, the media is m manipulating the narrative of the story. They're I making mean, the yeah, story what they want it to be. There are media outlets that are pro-Trump, and there are media outlets that are against Trump. And the media outlets that are for Trump says he's yeah. what's best for the country, and he's doing this and this, and Hillary, and they try to shine a bad light on Hillary Clinton. And the media likes to, nights, the media that's against Trump is doing the exact opposite of saying how bad Trump is. Yeah, yeah, that that right there. Unfortunately like, for us, oh, go ahead, I'll let you speak. No, no, no. Unfortunately for us, what? Unfortunately for us, it's hard to sift your way through the bullshit. Because that's what it is. It's bullshit. Yeah, Trump's done bad things. Yes, Clinton done, done bad things. But you have to look at it like this. What's the truth? What's the lies? When you go towards those emails, how many people have actually read all 30,000 of those emails? So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. When you go to the stuff about Trump, most of the stuff you hear about Trump is not about his leadership. It's about character issues. Mm-hmm. Controversial. Yeah, it's controversial things. Everybody's talking about it. 
And the thing about that also is, it's not like every president we had has been such a great guy. We've had presidents that's been... Look, man. Every president that we had since... I'm going to think about in our era of time. Since George Bush Sr. has had some kind of scandal, some kind of something, something. They had something, something controversial. They had something where those who became president, their names were on people's mouths, on their minds, like things like that, if that makes sense. Like like that, that law that I'm talking about with Trump. And every businessman, it's a, a true-blooded American businessman or entrepreneur who owns a corporation or has a hand in a corporation, they observe these laws because this is how they get to where they are. So at the end of the day, man, people feel how they feel, and that's understandable. Just understand what the media is doing. You know, that's all I'm saying. And, you know, the manager president, like it, hate it, love it, whatever the case is, you can't really make a judgment call until you see what happened in the first quarter. Because I'm caught off what he said. I don't know anything about being a president, but I got, I got people in positions that can help me. So, I mean, Mike Pence, you know, look at him. You know, look at whoever they get ready to build a cabinet to be. You know, you got to study these people. So before these people can sit here and be so gung-ho on him, like, wait to see what happened first quarter, man. You got to see what's, see what's really being in play. And let's also add to the fact that he's our president because he was voted in by the people. By the people. It's not you like... You mad, you, you want to do these race riots, like, yo, the man was voted in. By the people. I mean, by the people. So, Point I mean, blank. I mean, come on. <laughs> you, you know, it, all of this that y'all doing, making the marital white again, all that dumb stuff, and, you know, y'all, y'all, you're really showing the world what you are. Yes. Basically. Okay. So, that's all I got to say on it. I really don't want to go too deep on it because I don't really see the point. I agree. And add to, um, add to that fact that I think the day after the election, the first thing he did was meet up with Obama to discuss mm-hmm. everything that's gonna go down. And, and it seemed like, from 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 the outside looking, it seemed like it was a humbling experience for him. In a sense where he doesn't see. I seem, mean, the man even said he's not getting rid of Obamacare. They're just gonna tweak some things. Exactly. He's, it's so, said, see what's gonna happen. Yeah. It, it sounds like the conversation. That he had with Obama, kind of stuck on him because he he came out of college he's like, hey, this is a great guy. I don't know why we had these issues. This is a good guy, and he's he looks he's looking towards his leadership to try to figure out what the hell to do to run this country. So if he can sit down with Obama and kind of hatch things out with him, that's steps. Yeah, see, people are, and that's what people need to look at. What you just mentioned, they need to look at that. Exactly. Because that's a that's 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 a small intricate detail that's really something big. Yes. Because this man has spew, spewed nothing but vitriol towards Obama since he got in office. So for them two to sit down and hash out whatever problems they had, and he said it himself, he never met Obama dad in his life. So for them two to sit there and hash out whatever problems they had, that's a big step in the right direction towards Trump. So I gotta give yeah. him props for that. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. 
But this is going to be some very interesting times for our country, to say the least. I'm just hoping all of this apparent, this apparent race war stuff can simmer down, man. Because that right there is kind of like, kind of paying attention to it. That's, that's it. I and, think. And children, having a family, like that's, did we really come to this, you <laughs> yeah, because it's crazy. Did you see the pictures of the KKK on the roof, on the roof, yeah. on the bridge, walking around? It's crazy. I have not seen stuff like this. I can't recall if I've seen stuff like this happening. But yeah, at the end of the day, we as a country need to come together and unite it and do the right thing. Yeah, I feel so too, man. Yeah, right. that's why I ain't going too much on that. So switching gears a little bit, did you get a chance to see Saturday Saturday Night Live? No, I did not. I saw the highlights of it. I didn't get to watch it, but you know our boy Chappelle was back, and it was that pretty was. good. From the, from the highlights I saw, it's pretty good. They let him do his thing. Yeah. He brought some of the classic characters from Chappelle's show back, like Tyrone Biggums and Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> and, Clayton Bigsby. Yes. He'd be perfect for these times. Yes. He did a pretty cool sketch that you got to check out. Um, it's, well, you know, Chappelle talked about the election and stuff like that, but we're not going to get into that. You just go check that up on the internet. But he also did yeah. like a sketch. You watched The Walking Dead? Yeah, I'm going to see it tonight. Okay. You remember the season premiere where Negan had the, the people all lined up? Yeah. Okay. Chappelle was Negan, and he had all of his, all of our favorite characters lined up getting ready to kill one of them. You got to check out. That's mad funny. It'd be dope if he come back with his show, man. He should. I think now is the perfect time for Chappelle to come back. Fuck this. Let's talk about Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Let's talk about the greatness of Dave Chappelle. Because I've been a huge fan of his comedy ever since Half Bake. Yeah. Which is a classic I've been a movie. I've been Half Bake. It's a classic. I don't even smoke weed and I like Half Bake. <laughs> it's just that funny. Half Bake is a fucking hilarious movie. Anybody out there, if you haven't seen Half Bake, go rent it, go red box it, go watch It's probably on Netflix. It is a hilarious movie. From there, from his stand up to Chappelle's show, he's been. Dude's a legend. Yeah, he is. I definitely feel like we need to get that season four of Chappelle. He needs to come back and do another season of Chappelle show. 100%. Yeah, make that an encore and a finale. Yeah. Just do one more. Because third season, it was good, but it wasn't completed. Yeah, you could tell it wasn't completed. Correctly it, because of the, the, the friction with the negotiation and the contract. Yeah. And, he, and he, the things they wanted him to do that he wasn't willing to do. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is the sketches that they showed in the third season, those were just sketches he just did. They wasn't completed. They just took all the sketches he did. They were basically his throwaway sketches. So imagine if he had a full season. Yeah, they should give him that because that third season did kind of like suck. Yeah, man. But there's so many good parts of Chappelle's show, man. And try it before it back. You gonna you plan on getting that tribe called Quest album? When does it drop? Did it drop this week? 
think it dropped this week. Either this week or next week. I'm playing a little getting it. What's, what's the name of it? I don't know. But I will tell you an interesting thing about that. What's uh, that? Hold on, let me find out the name of the album when it comes out. Yeah, you got me looking too, man. I'm on my iTunes looking on the stuff. <laughs> oh, it's out already. Uh, it is out. So that means I will be getting that tonight. He said, "Try." It's on iTunes. Let me find out the name of it for you real quick. It's called We Got It From Here. Thank you for your service. It's a lot. Yeah, the album. So so far, the album looked like it's a dope album. It came out this week. If you look at the iTunes listing of it, it has 16 tracks, but it's labeled 1 to 8, then it goes back 1 to 8 again. And the last track is The Donald. Which I really want to hear right that one. before Ego. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you an interesting thing about me. I don't think I would mention. No. I have never heard a full Tribe album. Oh, you're tripping. Never, not one time. I've heard individual songs, like all the main ones, and I've heard other songs like Scenario and The Joyce that everybody know. I've heard Q-Tip albums, full Q-Tip albums, but I've never heard a full Tribe Called Quest album. Yeah, man. You you got to. That's all I'm going to say. You got to. Yeah, I got um, Amazon Prime, and they got all of... The Tribe album's on there, so my whole game plan is to listen to those albums this week and then end the week by purchasing this album. But I know you're a big fan of Tribe, so what do you think about this should be return to form for Tribe Called Quest, especially with everything they done went through before this happened? I like it. Especially, I think it's a tribute to Fife Dog, too, because I'm, I'm reading it, and I see he's on the album. So these are tracks that were more than likely to recorded that just never got released, some of them. But it's one of the longest-going like hip-hop groups in in the history of the, the genre. So, I mean, they're like a pioneer group. So, like, it's... I mean, you think about them with electric relaxation back on the Wayne show. Yeah. <laughs> with the Wayne's brothers. That's a dope song. So, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, these guys are like classic hip hop. So, I like this. Oh. I won't say this is a return because Q Tip is on some other stuff. But from what I'm looking at, it, Andre 3000 is on here. Like, yo, this is serious. This is going to be a serious project, man. Why do you think it took so long for us to get another Tribe album? I know Five Dog and Q-Tip was having their problems at one point. It, it's... With, with some hip-hop artists like them, 
like changing with the error gets them. I believe that gets a lot of lyricists because this isn't a time where lyricists really be shining like that now. So changing with the era, like Common is blessed, man. Like the way he changed with the era still fit him. He's still him, you know? So with them, it wasn't just them not getting along because they had their moments. I know you remember when the studio got burnt down in New York, their studio got burnt down. Remember yeah, that? I remember that. So, I mean, yeah, they, they went through a lot. And then Fife had, he had, um, when he was diagnosed with diabetes, he wouldn't stop. I know you, you didn't see the, the day documentary. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, like that man just, he wouldn't change his diet. Like he was just, he was going to be who he was, man, until he died. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say that's why he probably passed, you know, as young as he did. But man, you see the documentary, man, you understand, like it was a lot that that group of brothers went through and it's a lot of pressure being a pioneer like a pioneer group like one of the longest going groups was one of the longest going groups i think outcast got their hands down <laughs> <laughs> now it's been together forever yeah. now that we're talking about it if you could think about it a group or hip-hop artist you want to see come back who would you like to see come back and come out with an album Cause I have some people in my, in my off the top of my head, but I want to see who you come up with. Uh, hip hop artist. Oh, group that, that you haven't heard. Just a group that you haven't heard in a while that you would probably like to see, see do another album. Like for example, one of my t choices I would love to see come back and do another album is Black Star. Why we haven't got another Black Star album? Yeah, until it probably most of. Yes. Even that would be one. Yeah. Why we haven't got another Red Meth album? EPMD. Come them coming back, I don't know. They, that that would have been a good idea five to six years ago. I don't know about now. It's possible Red Man dropped the album last year, I think. It was pretty good. I can't remember the name. Nah, I heard it. It, it was okay. Red <laughs> Man, <laughs> Or even EPMD. I can't think of no artist, man. Or Betty at Death Squad, because EPMD is basically dead for reasons. But Death Squad. You say EPMD is dead for various reasons. You know, we're not going to get another EPMD album. Point blank. I highly doubt that's going to happen. But we can get another Death Squad album. You might get another flip mode album before you get a death squad. Oh, they, there you go. Flip mode. Because <laughs> Buster Ron been able to change with the times, but I know he had some, he had some, um, I think. Hmm? Yeah, but I think he had some health issues of some sort that kind of made him fall back. I know his health, his weight has been fluctuating. Cause you know, at one point he was like swole and muscular. Then he like gained yeah, a lot of weight. It might be because yeah, of those issues. Yeah, that thyroid issue. Yeah. Cause Lawrence Fishburne, I believe he went through that too. Wow. Yeah, he did. Definitely.
But what other groups you can think about that you'd like to see come back out? Or even just solo artists like Cannabis. I'd like to hear another Cannabis album. Not crazy Cannabis. Old school, dope, spitting lyrics Cannabis. The shit Cannabis talking about now, fuck he on. I would like to hear if he wasn't deceased, Big L. Oh, 100%. I'm quite sure it's some Big L records out there that we haven't heard of this shit released. I'm positive it's some stuff we haven't heard from Big L out there. This is some Another one, DJ if he Chris. wasn't deceased, Guru. Yeah. Guru. And I know they're going to probably come out with another Guru album eventually. I'm, I'm quite sure he has a whole bunch of unreleased music because that dude stay recording. Of course, man. He stayed in the studio. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's still going to do another album. I know he's been mostly producing, but Pete Rock. I think he just did an album with somebody. I can't think who he did an album with. I just was hearing about that the other day. Let me see if I can find out who he did an album with. Go ahead and vent for a little bit. Let me see if I can find out who Pete Rock did album with. No, I mean, he's the last one I can think about. <laughs> I can't think about nobody else. Uh, Pete Rock. When was the last thing he came out with? The Soul Brothers. Discography. Where's the discography at? I was right. He did an album this year with Smoke Dizza. It's called Don't Smoke Rock. <laughs> Don't Smoke Rock. Yep. Came out this year. I know I, I was just hearing about that album, so we got to check that one out. Yeah, I'm going to look into that one then. I'm about to mess with that Apple Music. Probably at the end of this week. It seemed like it's not bad. I was thinking about getting it. But but since I have Amazon Prime, and they give you a whole bunch of free music with Amazon Prime, I'm like, fuck that. I ain't got to pay for that. I pay $100 a year for Amazon Prime, and I get music and movies. So I said, screw it. I ain't going to use it. I don't need Apple Music. I get Amazon Prime. Anything that with Amazon Prime, I'll just buy it then. I'm about to say that one out. So what, you think that, which one is better? For me, Amazon Prime. Because Amazon Prime is $100 a year. And you get free two-day shipping for Amazon Prime itself. Like, anything you order for Amazon is free two-day shipping. Um, you also get Amazon Prime videos. Which is like, they, it's like a Netflix service that you get. Where you get to watch a whole, a whole bunch. They have a whole bunch of movies that you can watch for free. That's included in that. And you get Amazon Music, which has all thousands and thousands of songs and albums that you can listen to. You got stuff like Michael Jackson, Freeway, Beanie Siegel, Pete Rock. I, that's what all the whole the, all the tribe discographies on there. That's why I'm like I'm gonna listen to the whole tribe all the tribe albums this week, basically for free. I already didn't pay for it, so. All right. So the next show we're gonna talk about which tribe album is the best album. People have told me the Low End Theory or Midnight Marauders, so I'm going to start with either one of those two first. Which uh, one should I start with? 
I mean, they both were great albums. Me personally, I like the one that was actually their last album before they actually kind of like broke up and then he did the Vibrant Thing joint. Oh which is that God. Love Movement album. Oh my God. I felt they put a lot, they put a lot into that album. And that album had a lot of beautiful music on it. It was well put together. Like it's not, you know, not disregarding anything they've already done because everything they did to me is hot. Like I love all their music, but that particular album, during a certain era of my life, like when I was in Europe, like that album held like a certain vibe, I guess. Not really sentimental, but vibe that carried me into adulthood. So like I kind of like that album. I think everybody has an album like that that they listen to and that they always remember and they always love. Yeah, it was like that soundtrack for that era. Like, a good example left for me is, uh, believe it or not, and people look at me crazy when I say this, No Way Out, Puff Daddy's album. His first album, No Way Out. Yeah. That was like the soundtrack for our high school. It was right after when Big died, and everybody was saying Bad Boy was dead, and then No Way Out came out, and it was an incredible album. I love almost every song off the album. Now, the other albums after that, I don't know. But No Way Out is awesome. From Victory to all, It's All About the Benjamins to Is This the End to, what is it, Young G with, with Big and Jay-Z. It was a very well put together album. And every time I hear that album, I think about high school. Yeah. Think about Junior and Senior High School. That's around the time it came out. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, man. And when I went to the Bad Boy reunion tour, because my wife had bought it for me when it came down here to Miami, I and they played all those hit songs, it was it felt like I was right back in high school, man. And it was awesome. Yeah, I figured that. And you know me. I, don't, I generally don't go to concerts unless I'm performing. <laughs> but that was one I went to and I enjoyed a lot. Everybody came out from Mace yeah. to Black Rob, Puffy. I remember you was a big Bad Boy fan. Yes. I love their whole catalog. Big I, Bad Boy fan. Big DMX fan. Yeah, the Rough Riders. They're doing a movie too. They're doing Go a Rough Space. Riders movie. Ghostface, yeah, I love Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me ask oh, you a so question. They doing a movie on that joint too? Yeah, they doing a they doing a movie on um Rough Riders. I guess it's gonna be like a straight out of company type movie. But um, yeah, I'm not interested in that. It might be interesting. <laughs> well, at least the DMX part is gonna be interesting because you know how he got his deal, right? How? He rapped for Leo Cohen with his jaw wired shut. Wow. He rapped for a dude with his jaw wired shut. That's how he got noticed. Yep. You know, DNY, his manager, was the CEO of Rough Riders. They had brought him down to uh, Def Jam and had him rap. With his his jaw wired shut, and it was well, like an accident, like from biking or whatever. Yeah, 
they said when they heard him, they knew they had something big. Can you imagine rapping with your jaw wide shut? Kanye did it. Yeah. Through the wire, remember? And that was a dope song. You know he redid it. That pissed me off. He redid the song. <laughs> it make no sense. He redid I it. Mean... <laughs> It's his song. Yeah. But, but no, but get, I don't know if you noticed that. He did the original version of the song he did with his jaw wired shut. Yeah. And and it came out on the original album. But if you go by the album now, he did the song again with his jaw not wired shut. So it sounds different. I mean, of course, because his jaw's not wired shut on Ex- top of that. That pain that he was going through, he ain't carrying it. So right it, it doesn't sound the same. Another one who did it was 50. He, he did it with his jaw wired shut, too. Yeah. When he was underground. Yeah, when he, um, after he got shot the first, well, um, I think it was the first time he got shot. Probably wasn't. When he got shot in his mouth. Yeah, when he got that dimple. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that artificial dimple. But yeah, man, we gotta go ahead and wrap. Oh, you breaking it? Web? So we can go ahead and um, wrap up, man. Save something for the next show. That's a good idea. Let's wrap it up. Well, let me give some final thoughts before we wrap it up. I know things seem dark right now for everybody. But yeah. don't lose hope and don't lose sight of what's important. Always remember that it doesn't really matter who's the president. You dictate your own success. You dictate your own faith and your own hope. So long as you believe in yourself and, and who you are and the person you can be, it doesn't matter who the president is, whether it's Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, whoever. It's not going to change what's in your personal life. And it's up to us to make each other better. And the time that we have right now, we're living in a dark period because the country is more divided than ever. And one of the things I heard somebody say is that when the country's like this, one of the things that bring us together is a tragedy. Let's not let a tragedy have to happen for us to be together and united. We're a bigger country than that. Let's just do better by each other. Get what I'm saying? Too much negativity out there. Well said. Too much negativity out there, man. And one thing I always say about the Mike Chalk podcast is, we gonna say what we wanna say. We gonna say things that may be controversial sometimes. But let's. We always focus on that positive stuff. We always say, hey, how can we make things better in our lives and everybody else's life? If there's a problem, we're gonna talk about it. We want to talk about solutions. And we have a new president, and people out there don't like him, or they do like him. If you don't like him, talk about solutions. Talk about ways to fix it. Rioting, protesting, acts of violence is not going to help. Start by what you can do in your community and what you can do in your life. Fix what you can do with yourself first before we start going and talking about our president. Because at the end of the day, None of us see our president. Half of us don't even know what our president, our president does. But we do know what happens down the street. We do know what goes on in our neighborhoods. 
So before we start jumping off the boat to tear down our new president, whether you love him or hate him, let's fix what's in our neighborhoods first. Let's fix our communities up. Let's make ourselves better. Any final thoughts you got to say, I Vision? Nah, man, you covered it all. I don't need to say anything. That was like, well said. Thank you. I thought about saying something, and then it was like, there's no point. That was well said. (laughs) (laughs) As always, follow us on Twitter. Vision, what's your Twitter information? At IMV underscore Z-I-O-N. And the WordPress is gcmg305.wordpress.com. Everything else is pretty much there. Follow me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Also follow the Mike Drop Pod at the Mike Drop Pod on Twitter. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate, like, and share. Enjoy, man. Be good to each other, man. That's all I can say. Mike Drop yeah, Pod. You're gonna need that unity. Yes, definitely. Mike drop pod and we are out. Stop. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Dutch's potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.